Hey, hey, everyone. It's Katie McGregor Bennett with a new episode of AV Trade Talk. Today, we're talking with Gordon Van Zyden of integration firm Cyber Manor in Los Gatos, California. I had the pleasure of spending some time with Gordon out at the KBiz show, Kitchen Bath Industry Show in Las Vegas. And so we thought we'd We'd regroup today and have a quick conversation about the show, about um, insights gleaned there, and sort of you know what this what this space provides in terms of opportunities for those in the AV integration community. So, quick intro there, Gordon. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well, Katie. How are you doing? Fabulous, fabulous. It seems like uh, just yesterday that we saw each other out in Vegas, but a little bit of time has passed, which um, has given me some time to reflect on the event and um, and to, and catch up kind of on news and coverage of of the show as well, and see um, what others thought of the event and um, and and you know, what trends are sort of rising to the surface. So I wanted to touch base with you today, particularly um, because you were there. We got, we were able to spend some time there together. Um, but, you know, as an, as an integrator in the audiovisual space, you know, what, what is it about the kitchen and bath right now or, the, you know, kitchen and bath environment right now that really is, is compelling to you and kind of catching your, catching your eye? Well, um, I think the best answer that kind of, I look at the history of, our interest in that space, uh, and it really dates back. We started a company about 20 years ago, and I remember pretty clearly, because I remember these things, back in 2000, 2001, as part of a group that Cisco put together called the Internet Home Alliance. And this is now 17, 18 years ago. That in that Internet Home Alliance were companies like Whirlpool, and I think Samsung and maybe a few others, actively talking about the kitchen space and intelligent home appliances and being able to turn on ovens remotely and, and uh, a number of things. And it was a discussion and there were some products some prototypes back then that uh, everybody felt were gonna be ready for market uh, shortly uh, in that early 2000 timeframe, but they never did see the light of day. Let me get some water here, excuse me. <clears throat> and I think, you know, like so many technologies, and so many things, we see uh, hints of these things sometimes decades before they really hit the market for a variety of reasons. And then so the question, <clears throat> always in new technology typically, is when and not if. And so now the question for the kitchen and bath space, is this that when time? Because we know technology continues to spread throughout the home. And that, that trend has been a strong one. And it's clear and it's obviously firmly situated in the audio video space and in the lighting control space, motorized window treatments and security cameras and the like. So the question is, is now the time that the kitchen and bath space becomes now also integrated from a technological aspect, meaning part of the network and remote access and some feature sets you can do with software and so on. And I think the time is now. And I think that for a number of reasons, uh, I think that if you just look at the tea leaves, so to speak, you know, Emerald Systems buying the CD Expo show and heavily involved in kitchen and bath, obviously interested in leveraging uh, the integration knowledge into these other rooms is one tea leaf. But probably the most important that I would say that didn't exist even a few years ago is the importance of voice and voice communication for home control. Um, we already see it. And a couple of, you know, a number of uh, instances in home control right now, not hugely dominant, but in some things it does extremely well on. And I think everybody who's used voice will say they, everybody who's used an Echo or Google or, or Apple product will have used it as a kitchen timer. 
So everybody will have said, I've set the timer. For, and in fact, if I say it right now, I'm probably going to set a timer off in our house. But everybody uses it for setting kitchen timers. So you're already used to using voice in the kitchen for that very simple act. Well, then it becomes a very easy thing to add voice to set the oven temperature or to ask for some cooking recipes or any number of things. Because the kitchen and bath space in particular are non-keyboard friendly, non-iPhone friendly, non-touchscreen friendly environments. They're areas where you're busy doing other things and voice becomes a dominant control platform. And having that and having appliances that respond and listen and act upon that, I think is going to be a very important part of, uh, of our expertise. And when you say voice, automatically you're talking about integration and networking and, and switches and routers and gateways and all that stuff so <laughs> yeah. you know you need all those things happen and you need our expertise to complement the appliance of the people who've been doing appliances for you know a long long time in a huge huge industry but they need to work with us so that those appliances that used to just plug in the wall and are now wi-fi connected can be best leveraged through our talent so that's why i think the kitchen bath space in particular interesting and uh, and why now yeah, you know, there's a couple of things that you talked about there that, you know, I think it's, it is really interesting. And, and as you noted, the, the, the time is now, um, you know, there's, uh, when we were out at the, out of the show, um, you and I walked through the Kohler booth as, as a, for instance. And I remember, I, 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 I will never forget the sort of the look on your face and the energy that you spoke with when we were walking over and you're like, you got to see this, like, this is, this is just so cool, but this is also why, why we're here. And when we walked into that booth and there was, and space was huge, wouldn't even, wouldn't even venture a guess as to how big that booth was but the post of the zip code that this booth um occupied there was this entire run um entire length of of one of of the aisles on their booth and it was dedicated to shower sort of shower the shower experience spa shower experience and right. in those were sort of like these vignettes if i recall and so each one was you know it had the shower head the wand the you know all of the other awesome aspects that each shower kit was was providing but before we got to that you stopped me at the wall that was in front of all of those where they had cleverly exposed what's going on in the wall and so there's all the plumbing fixtures and the fittings and lo and behold if there wasn't a router in there and lo and behold if there wasn't a transformer in there and lo and behold if there wasn't just that aha moment of this is AV boys and girls. And so, you know, and I, and I suspect that that was partly of sort of the, the, what you were setting me up to see was this is why the time is now because integrators, do you want the plumber to get this portion of the business where there is a networking component to the shower? Or do you want to have that part of the business? And do you want to expand on that and sort of keep control of all of those connected experiences within the home? I say the latter is, is where we need to be. And it certainly sounds as though that's where, where, where you're coming into this too. But I loved that presentation, but I also, you know, the aha that it provided was um, palpable, <laughs> you know? Um, and I think that the more that, that the audiovisual integration community sees where those um, intersections are going to be and, and understand that, that that's happening now, um, it really starts to get exciting. Um, so, so you're kind of specific to the, to the Kohler booth there, but, but more of what, what resonated with me was just how much of um, the integration is now involved in these um, environments in the home. And so, you know, Kohler in this presentation was very much um, showing off the spa shower experience or sort of that spa um, experience in the home. 
I sat and watched or listened to a panel discussion that talked about um, sort of a, a resimmersal and resitality. And they too, the designers on that panel spoke very much about the importance and the relevance of the spa experience at home. And that as designers, they're now getting more and more inquiries from homeowners to create a spa experience in, in their home. And whether that's in the, the bathroom, the master bathroom or some other facility in, in the residence. Um, so, you know, I think there was, a, there was a very distinct parallel there from what you showed me and then what the designers were, were talking about as well. And so I think, you know, this is just um, in this one little <laughs> portion of, of, you know, the greater ecosystem, just how much, how much potential is there. And not to mention the fact that what they're doing is really cool. You know, like um, your wife, Michelle, she, she I, I honestly, when she first mentioned the, the rain showerhead, I was like, okay, yeah, that's cool. We've seen it. It wasn't until I put my hand underneath it and you felt the difference and just it's I think that's part of it is that you you have to experience some of these things in order to really understand how cool they are and how much of a draw they will be for consumers you know yeah we've all seen a rain shower head but you haven't felt it <laughs> like you felt the rain being replicated as you had in this one and it's had something like 700 and something nozzles on it mean, it's just it's amazing how they make this how they make it happen but point being at first blush it was like yeah yeah but then once I put my hand under the water and I felt it and I experienced it I got it. And I think that's, you know, kind of the, uh, the, the takeaway from this show in the space is once you experience, you get it. There's a, there's, there's a lot of opportunity here. So anyway, sorry, I went on a long, a long run there, but <laughs> let me expand a little bit on what you're saying and yeah. switching over from the kitchen to the bath space. Yeah. And, and so the bath space, you know, first of all, both kitchen and bath, I, I read somewhere the statistic that of all the different rooms in the house that we spend our lives in, we spend more time in kitchen and baths than probably every other room in the house. So it makes sense to apply, you know, some level of, besides great aesthetics, some level of technology to make those spaces uh, more usable, more comfortable, more friendly, a whole range of things that make it a more enjoyable space. And, and when I think of the bath space um, and technology in the bath, certainly, as you mentioned, Kohler, uh, Kohler and Moen and many others are looking at technology for their next generation product lines. I mean, you can only do so much with all these elegant fixtures and heads and plumbing. And the one that you mentioned, the shower head was just amazing. It felt like rain. <clears throat> but I think for them to differentiate themselves increasingly, they see how can they apply technology to the products. And the shower becomes one of those first locations because if we want to do, if we do enjoy our bathroom as a spa-like experience than to have more than just one shower head coming out at a given temperature uh, to create the shower experience. If you can enhance that with multiple heads, um, think of a spa where you have different hot and cold temperatures coming from different orientations in the shower for different time sequences where you can get a different shower experience effect by the control of those valves and control of those temperatures. Well, if you're going to do that, you're not going to have six or seven valves that somebody tries to operate in the shower to do that. That lends itself to a controller and a processor and a software <laughs> to invoke those scenes of different spa settings. And so suddenly, as you talked about that wall of plumbing, you do see now a controller and, and electronic valves. And that controller has software associated with it. It's, it's all about what we as integrators have always done. We've always done you know, the big screens and audio, but we're kind of the behind the curtain kind of people. A lot of our stuff yeah. sits in racks and in closets that makes all this stuff work. And that's the knowledge that we bring to these people. And 
and these kind of solutions. And, and that's what's going to be required in this bath space, working with plumbers and working with people like Kohler Moen to get those things properly working on touchscreens and with voice and to connect to the internet for certain services. So uh, I think it's a very exciting space for us to do that. And Kohler, obviously, and Moen both feel that way. They dedicate a lot of real estate and interest to those spaces. And, and I've been talking to the local Kohler showroom that's going up here in San Francisco and they have a lot of interest in these products. They're, they're very innovative. Uh, but the question is both for Kohler and for Bosch and for people in the kitchen spaces, they have the interest, but who really is going to provide an integrated level of support for these next generation products? And that's really where our integration community and the kitchen and bath community do needs to come together and create a unified voice so that the client understands they're well taken care of on, on these integration efforts. Yeah. Um, I will say what makes also the bath a compelling space for technology. Again, it's parallels what I said about the kitchen. So you think about the bathroom experience and we try to create this spa-like experience. Well, it starts with right now, it used to be as an example, we always used to set our wake up alarms first by the alarm by the bed and then by an iOS or Android device. But increasingly we just say the A or the Google or whatever, and we just yell at night, you know, set the alarm for this time in the morning and, and, and play Adele <laughs> yeah. music. So already we're used to uh, kind of being in bed and using voice because we don't want to get up and do anything, but we want some technology to act on our behalf. That's what we do. So fast forward to the morning, you could use the same thing and say, good morning, A word or S word or Google word. Um, I'm awake. And what that would mean is that creates a bathroom scene. That means that the shower then turns on to your voice, to your predetermined temperature setting. That means that the lights are turned on to a certain predetermined setting. That means maybe the shades rise or close at a, at a predetermined setting. Maybe that's a TV that's behind the mirror that, that turns on to the traffic report. Um, the gist of it is that when we add these solutions, we can then cr add creative scenes that are just initiated by a simple voice trigger that really are compelling offerings, I think, in the bathroom space. Uh, and so... That's what we do as integrators. And, and when we show those things through our showroom that we now have at Cyber Manor, they become kind of aha moments and they get why technology is an increasingly important part of these spaces. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I'm glad that you that you um, took time to, to segue over and, and deal, detail what's going on in the kitchen, because I think, you know, there's um, there there is a lot happening there. Um, you and I spent a little bit of time over with Thermador and Bosch. Um, really fascinating things going on there. They actually had a full Josh demo going on. So to your point earlier about the voice control and that was um, I had been through that booth a couple of times during the week, but that was definitely one of one of the first interactions that I had where where it really all came together. And it was just, it was so simple, but on one corner of the booth, there was um, one of the Josh, uh, I think it was one of the micros on the wall and, it, and they were encouraging you to ask for a cup of coffee. Um, so you go through the sequence and then lo and behold, over on the other side of the booth in one of their kitchen vignettes, if the coffee didn't magically appear or the espresso um, being pulled into the cup. Um, very effective presentation in, as, as you noted as well, of sort of bringing the customer into the coolness, uh, the cool aspect of the technology. So ask for a coffee and the machine will make it. Um, so I think, you know, sort of front loading a sales presentation with an experience like that, that, that makes voice more functional than just uh, setting a timer, <laughs> you know? Um, experience. I mean, 
how how ideal is it to set the yeah. stage for a demonstration by asking a client, you know, what kind of coffee they might like to drink and using voice to talk to an espresso machine that has a pre, you know, kind of all about predetermined list of recipes of all these yeah. different kind of drinks that you don't have to know them. You just press the button and it comes yeah. out or you use voice and it comes out and it, it just sets the tone already that says, look how voice enabled this experience. And yeah. Yeah, and I think that, you know, as just how simple that is and how, how broad-based that experience. You know, I, so much of what we do in AV um, creates an amazing experience, but it doesn't necessarily resonate with everyone, right? You know, um, in particular, we're just kind of at the higher end or the premium end of the, of the spectrum. But, you know, having a cup of coffee or espresso or a latte or a macchiato or, a, you know, hold the foam, add the whatever, you know, that's sort of become a part of our, of our morning routine and ritual. Um, and so to be able to have technology produce that product is, um, you know, it, it's cool. But I think for, for the integration community, sort of understand how that demo um, in your own space or as you're working with customers, how powerful that can be. You know, give them that key element of starting their day and then walk them through the rest of the presentation, then show them what else technology can do. It's just a really, really, really compelling way of, of doing it. Um, but back to the point is that, you know, I think that um, they, they were very smart in showing the Josh um, integration. Obviously, that was, was a new announcement that they had made with the Home Connect system, um, which is fantastic. And it, kind of talking about the Home Connect side of it, you know, I think that that um, from integrator's perspective, if you're not familiar with it, take a look at it. Um, it, is a, uh, it is a platform that will be offered and is currently offered outside of just the BSH group, Thermidor, Bosch, Gaggenau, others. Um, but it really, from, from the AV perspective, it shows where the connected kitchen um, space can go and how we can be involved in the connectivity and the relationship between the products and technologies. Um, but so, you know, I think as in the kitchen space, as manufacturers are starting to align with those in the AV space, um, we're already starting to see opportunities come to the surface. And this was this was one. I know you're a Josh dealer as well. So I think, you know, that one definitely <laughs> had a little bit um, of a deeper meaning for you, um, which is an hey, assumption me, on I, my part, but I, it was just so cool. But yeah, I'll add on that because I've yeah. You know, Amazon, Google, and Apple, and certainly uh, Josh is a big part of that voice control space. And and I think what's important to understand about Josh, and, and from my perspective, and, and their efforts in this space is, you know, they are uniquely dedicated to the custom channel, and as a result, they're uniquely looking at products that are high end products that we most likely will look for some rich voice experiences to work with. So I think it's very natural when you look at who's kind of the first on board to create a rich uh, Bosch or Thermidor experience, you see Josh there, uh, just as you see Josh to create rich voice experiences across a lot of the high-end platforms that we in the custom space deal with. So uh, it's just it's refreshing you know, to, have, to know that there's a manufacturer that really is dedicating resources to our channel because uh, obviously technology spreads across the whole breadth of America and all the different products that are being used. But we have some unique product lines that our customers look for and to have unique solutions from a voice provider like Josh uh, just gives us a, a, a greater skill sets to work with and a, and a greater level of potential liability and support for these new technologies. And it's great that Josh is in this space. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I commend them as well on um, having the the forethought to see how important these integration relationships were going to be for them and being at the forefront of it. Um, and I think that's, it's definitely going to speed up the adoption timeline and, and sort of functional aspect, I think, from the AB side. Um, so, you know, for the effort that they're putting in now. Um, but, I, you know, I think, again, it's, we're, the time is, is now for the space, but we're just seeing the beginning of it. And I think that's, that's what's so exciting to, to me is, is um, we're really just, we're just at the tip of all of this. Um, I was talking with a designer yesterday and she was sharing with me some of the other brands that are um, doing a lot with technology in the kitchen space. And she had mentioned the, the decor and Samsung relationship, which I thought was fascinating and I hadn't heard about that. Um, but at the, at the higher end of the premium level, there are some products coming out there that I think will definitely um, have a lot of appeal um, and very tech, very tech heavy. So I think, you know, we've, we focused on a few of these brands here, but you know, I think the point is just in the kitchen and bath space that technology and the integration of technology and other technology um, that touches into the AV space is, is it's, it's, it's really hot right now and manufacturers are looking for those partners that um, can help them achieve their objectives. <laughs> so, you know, a little bit of a, a little bit of a kind of a, an aha here, here too, which is, you know, we are just at the beginning of it, but um, the insights and the expertise that the AV integration community can bring to the table um, can really, I, I foresee that it can help shape and, and potentially shape shift how these categories evolve um, over the next over the next few years. So it's really just, it, it's fascinating. I'll mention, you know, I, I talked about, you know, it's the best we can. We try to read these tea leaves to see. You yep. know, <laughs> yep. I'll give you two other readings that I, I kind of pick up on that I think in my mind are very relevant to why now. Uh, one is a lot of these technologies we really seen again, like I said before, <clears throat> uh, probably a lot of them in the last five, six, eight years, a lot of them came from kind of Kickstarter type of companies. So, it's yeah, not yeah. it's not a novel idea to think you can do these kind of level shower controls or kitchen controls uh, or other controls and that but but the reality is those novel technology ideas typically are in the R&D labs of the Boches and the Kohlers and the Moens but they're just where they are there there's a lot to it and there's lots of making these things reliable and repeatable across a large demographic uh, market and these larger companies obviously have a lot at stake when they roll out these products to make sure that they can, they wear the Bosch label or they wear the color label and they uh, maintain the brand and image that those companies are known for. That's less true when you're talking about a startup or, a, you know, a Kickstarter kind of company. And so these, a lot of those, those products came out, they kind of proof of concept, but I always look when I see major players enter these technology spaces with products, that's when I really feel like, you know, I know they've done their homework. They've done this for a number of years. They've got the engineering support. And like so many of these products, it's it's almost not as much what they come out with today as what they plan to do down the road because we the, the switch has literally been flipped on almost all products in the home from what's the state-of-the-art that you ship today to you, you ship state-of-the-art today, but it maintains state-of-the-art not through hardware but through software. So the engineering efforts that they apply and the software efforts that they apply to con continuous firmware app voice updates that enrich these products is a huge investment. And so you need a company that can make those huge investments down the road to support the products that they're putting in today. And, and inevitably, it comes from, from large, large companies to do that. So 
And the fact that they're entering the space now and they're promoting it and they're big parts of their displays tells me that uh, this is real. That's that's one team. The other one, this kind of came across, again, kind of highlight of this Bosch thing, literally kind of hit me yesterday. So my daughter had the good fortune to purchase a Tesla. I never really been in one and driven one. And I mentioned that only because it's always been my my thought or dream that the automobile experience can be so integrated in the home experience because, yeah. you know, they're part and parcel of, of, of where we live a big part of our life. And so, and the automobile goes in and out of the home and there's a lot of correlation. Anyway, uh, jump to the, the Tesla obviously has this wonderfully huge touch screen or not a huge screen on it that gives a lot of information and really is the way you control the car. And so that becomes now an interface that besides car control, it increasingly becomes an interface for home control. Yeah. And already they've interfaced garage door control and some lighting control. But I just saw there's a company out of Canada that's written software drivers that applies kitchen control technology through the Bosch line, through the Tesla interface <laughs> to your home. So things like I want to preheat the oven to 350 degrees on my way home so that it's preheated is the same logic that you would set your nest temperature up to 68 degrees because you want it to be warm when you come home or your hot tub and like. And so now for me to see that the automobile is part of this home control experience and kitchen and bath becomes part of that interface is another key leave that I think is significant. And you're going to see, as I saw at CES, more and more cars with very, very large touchscreen, very large screens. And the car is increasingly going to be a, a touchscreen software experience on wheels. And that lends itself to what we do it's yeah another, so. yeah yeah it does and you know that's um it, i'm glad that you brought that up because that it, that is a, a, in my view it's a big driver for technology adoption and and it's giving us a view into in, in sort of to that next evolution um you know, and I think that that whole in-car experience is uh, and the relationship between the car and the home. Um, I foresee that being a much tighter relationship in the future. And um, quite honestly, I'm surprised that it's taken this long. It has seemed very logical to me that 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 connecting point, you know, as soon as the car enters that the, the geofence or enters the garage, that there should be could be um, behaviors that kick in that that correlate with just you know the simple arrival or departure of the vehicle um so you know i think it's 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 definitely a relevant thing and it it also shows too that so the t big touch panels big touch screens big screens period are making their way into the car while they're making their way into the kitchen they're making their way into the bathroom they're you know so it's from the av perspective where we used to view you know content and where displays traditionally would be it's it's a whole new ball game and yep. again, it drives right back to opportunities. You know, those, a display is a display, how it connects and interconnects and um, creates a richer experience. That's, that's all you guys, you know? <laughs> so I think it's fast. You know, the catalyst for so much of this is, you know, America's, America's homes are all connected at this point. They're all connected over broadband. And the affluent homeowners now don't have just four or five connected devices. They're 50 to 100 connected devices. So, yeah. You know, the stage is set. The hardware is there. The platform is there. The recognition is there through, you know, these kind of podcasts and all the press and so forth. So so all the pieces are there. And then you have some risk takers like a Tesla that says, you know, we, we're going to rethink the way the dashboard of the car is going to look. Yeah. You know, yeah. We rethink it by having this large touchscreen. And now all of a sudden, they're not the only ones doing it. So you need, you know, you need these risk takers and large companies that say, okay, we think the time we're going to make this investment. And then they get traction and all of a sudden the market opens up. Yep. 
Yeah, absolutely. And we you know, we've seen that time and time again on the AV side. So it's you know it's the indicators are are all there. Um, you know, and again that kind of brings us back to the magical comment of the time is now. <laughs> you know, um, you know we're working now truly more and more with kitchen and bath design. There's some you know the NK, NKBA that <laughs> I'm always kind of amazed. You know, we have this kind of microscopic view of our little AV trade association. Yeah. For the most part, we're pretty small compared to yeah. most of the other major associations that are in the home. And the NKBA is, is certainly one of those. And you start realizing the size of those projects and the scope of what they do and, and the potential connection that we can add value to those projects um, is just uh, is, is huge. And, and obviously, if they're going to be technology, if they're interested in technology in the kitchen and bath, then they're going to want technology, obviously, in the theater and yeah. in the family room and all the traditional spaces and, and so our skill sets leverage very well that way yeah yeah so i want to want to shift a little bit now um talk to me a little bit about your about your business and how you guys um approach that that intersection of technology and design um and by design you know sort of interior design and those um those interior components of the home that aren't haven't traditionally been where AV integrators get involved, but um, you're different and different by design and, and really catering to that alignment with architects, designers, and consumers. Um, so share with me a little bit, just sort of how you guys do what you do and sort of, you know, what, it, what is your customer, your typical customer and, and uh, where are their interests right now as, as it relates to tech? Well, I think, you know, that something, you know, I think, often about what are, what are the real values that we add, and that's kind of evolves over time. But today, more than ever, uh, I think what really resonates with our clients when we sit and meet with them are two things. One, that we're just kind of a trusted advisor for all things that relate to open technology. So there's so much to learn and understand in this space. Uh, you know, they kind of know about TVs and radio or music and things of that nature. But but the concept that we're an advisor for, we're talking about the kitchen and bath space, but we could be talking about landscaping and irrigation needs and security camera needs and front door access needs. And, you know, you go room by room inside and outside the house, and there's a technological story in each one of those things that it, we feel it's our responsibility to let them know what those are so that <clears throat> they don't have the situation. I wish somebody told me about motorized window treatments or about you know, a front door access camera or gate cameras or smart irrigations or flow control, whatever, that we give them that story and we let them know that these are all options and then they can kind of pick and choose or at least we set the foundation so they could do some of those things later on. And I think that resonates really well because they're looking for who is that single voice that really can answer all these things instead of trying to call 18 different people for all this stuff. So that's number one. And then number two, I think to what your point is, uh, we're working in the home and we're working in affluent homes. The stuff we do has to look nice. I mean, at the end of the day, we, we are custom integrators because we put a lot of wire to make all this stuff work inside the walls. Anybody can go to a big box store and plug something in and run wire from the floor to the stereo cabinet to the TV and make it work. But we're in the aesthetics business. So first of all, you got to hide wire. I, I remember we were living in Europe for a period of time and I remember some people that we that fiber was coming to the condominium that where we were in, and they, there was like a six foot amount of fiber that had come from the wall to the gateway to make this happen. And there was a, so much resistance in Paris to have that happen because they didn't want to even see that six foot fiber line. <laughs> and you go around Paris, you will not wire. I mean, that, yeah. that whole city 
is as beautiful as it is because there's not a wire to be seen inside or outside on the streets. And so, I mean, that's, you know, it's kind of a stretch, but that's part of the aesthetics. And then you, you take the aesthetics further and you say, okay, we want stuff that looks good on the wall. I mean, the success of Nest is a thermostat that looked really good as opposed to thermostats that were pre uh, predecessors to that. So it's integral when we do motorized window treatments, it's got to look good. It's got to be hidden. It's got to the right fabric. fabric. When we do TVs, they've got to be kind of nicely laid in the wall and flat against the wall, and it's got to be aesthetic. Um, when we do front door stations, there can't be big holes in the front or it can't be a mismatch with the tiles or the marble, and it looks like it's kind of kludgy that was put in after the fact. It's got to be aesthetic. So there's a big part of what we do that is truly custom that makes things fit the way they should fit, the look and feel of what we do. I think of Truefig, for example, from, from uh, Dane Innovations. It's really, and, and so when we, we talk that story, we show that story, it resonates well with the homeowner and obviously resonates well with interior designers. And so we actually have an interior designer that's actually now not on staff, but they're working in our facility so that we make sure that the aesthetics are always at the forefront of what we do. And that's a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It, aesthetics are big, big. And, and in talking with designers and sitting um, and taking in a lot of the panel discussions out at the show, they, obviously that's that's their business too. But the reality right. is, is, you know, they I've I've heard it said now time and time again is they really they truly don't and don't take this the wrong way, but they truly don't care about technology, which isn't to say they don't care about technology. It's that there's an expectation it's going to be there and they're not as interested in the um, the nuances. They just want to know what the experience is so that they can relay that to their client. Then it's up to you guys to kind of come in and make that experience happen. And, and that's an awesome place to be in. And I mean, that's, that's the hero position. So, you know, it's, it's sort of the table has been set that there's going to be an elegant solution and an exceptional experience. You guys get to come in and make, make all of that happen and, and sort of make technology disappear, but make the ex experience rise to the surface. And, you know, I think that's, um, there's more of an acceptance of where the AV integrator comes into play now with the architect and design community, at least in, in my experience. And I, you and I have talked about this extensively too, but um, because there's so much technology coming into the home outside of the, the traditional AV sort of categories, um, there's right. more of a, of a need for the integrators to, to work more closely. I think it's exceptionally smart for you um, as, as you're aligning with the designer there um, and working more closely with that community um, to, to let them better understand what it is that you bring to the table. Um, and and I know that there's definitely a style approach to that that um, we won't take time to talk about that today. But you know, it's it's definitely um, not what you do; it's how you do what you do. <laughs> so you know, I think it's there's there's a very um, real conversation to be had to align with other trades, but but proceed with caution to make sure that you're presenting yourself as a partner, um, and and let the conversations evolve around that, not trying to be. Um, the person that's coming into the room with all the expertise and and talking down to the other side that's clearly not going to get anybody anywhere. So you oh. know, I think you've done a you've done a great job of of creating those alignment um, opportunities and um, with what you're doing with the showroom and and just your market strategy is it's it's spot on and it's you know I think it'll it'll be always interested to sort of hear how that has evolved for you. But um, you know, definitely well, you catch up with you. a key word there. I think that that word of partnership because. Uh, the one thing that I, I really emphasize when I have these first discussions with kitchen or bath or, or pool or garage door or any of these different other trades that we work with, it's that 
I will never be installing pools. I will never be putting in, sh- you know, shower fixtures. I will never be putting in HVAC systems. Um, but, but we are responsible, you know, for the control aspects of those things, whether it's yeah, touch or yeah. voice keypad. And we are going to be responsible for the gateway and the networking aspects and that part of the reliability. So my point always in these conversations is we're there to offer those specific levels of support, but you're the, you, the plumbing channel distributor, you, the Baldwin door, you know, channel, or you, the Kohler channel, we will refer that business to you. In fact, put your business cards on our showroom because they can buy those products from you. All I'm saying is we can provide level support, but equally important, those clients are going to be mostly pre disposed to want to do what we do best, which is audio, video, lighting control, motorized window treatments, security cameras. So we provide those services and it's a two-way street. So um, I give a very specific example. Um, in the So more and more common now in the media room with these flat screen TVs, people like these elegant little thin fireplaces. It's become very prevalent to have these little electric or gas fireplaces. And the people in our area are selling a ton of these things underneath the television set. Well, the fireplace, those little mini kind of fireplaces all have kind of contact closures. They have different light colors. And so they lend themselves now to control from things like control four platforms, where when you walk in the room and either from a platform or voice and you say, I'm home, the fire turns on or the fire turns off as a function of those. Yeah. So I met with those people and we're never going to sell those fireplaces. And then I actually met, there was a woman who does mantle work there for these fireplaces. And she calls me two days later after I just kind of met with them and said, you know, I, I understand now what you do. We never really knew. And I have this huge builder in this very exclusive uh, estate community that's looking for the kind of technologies we talked about. And so, you know, just by talking to these other trades, exposing the fact of what you do, what you know, You'll never, it's, it's a form of outreach that pays huge dividends. Uh, and it makes us go right back into your core strength, which is yeah. what we do, but, but just the outreach effect is a bigger. And then, so back to the early point, it's really important to stress in this partnership that we're not here to take business away from you. We're really here to be an extension of your knowledge and your business and a cooperative effort. And that seems to resonate really well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I agree, I agree, and you're right on those fireplaces, and I I was really kind of blown away about how much of that was at that show, and uh, and I'll just stop quickly and just uh, remind the audience. So we were we're talking very much about the kitchen and bath industry show KBIS, but it also was co-located with IBS, which is the International Builder Show. Together, they're part of Design and Construction Week. Um, so there was there a lot of a lot of different products being shown. But what was interesting is I saw those fireplaces on the builder side as well as the kitchen and bath side, which suggests that you know, those it is becoming popular and throughout the home. Um, right. you know, and and uh, so you know, I think it's the point there and why why I paused on it is it's one of those things that from the AV integration community perspective, if if we can stay on point with the trends 
in the kitchen baths and, and residential environment outside of our unique specialty areas of focus in AV. I think that we'll start to see that there are a lot of opportunities and ways for integrators um, and manufacturers to start to create those alignment opportunities or those partnerships. Um, and control and automation is, is, I mean, that's kind of the natural, <laughs> you know, because otherwise, w without a tieback to control and automation, then I think ultimately the, the conversation then shifts to one of, of app acne. I don't know if that's a term or not. I just, I, it just occurred to me, you know, it's like you guys talk a lot about wall acne. Um, and anytime that, that topic comes up or that, that term is used, I, I always see architects and designers kind of lean in, they chuckle and they lean in and say, yes, you know, we all, we all hate it. You know, well, the same is true with apps, you know. So if, if every individual product or thing in the house is driven by an app and that's not being centrally um, corralled and harnessed, through some sort of control and automation system, the experience isn't going to be as rich. And that's where you guys really come in and can create that experience that that the original vision sort of encompassed, but without your expertise, might miss the mark. We quite likely are going to miss the mark. So and I think it's um it's kind of it's that's a good a really good gateway and it and it's a great way to bring the conversation back to you and your expertise. You know, it's it, that's that's your space, and nobody nobody's going to question that. Making sure that the control and automation is properly done and dialed in, and can be um, updated based on the needs of the household, um, and that is recurring revenue. So, uh, or has the potential for being recurring revenue, but only if you've got those partnerships in place and you're part of the ongoing relationship. So, um, yeah, I guess as okay. a communicator, there's my PSA. <laughs> that, that same conversation, I was at a, at a you know, Cole, we talked about Cole or introducing some of these technology products in the home and they have these beautiful showrooms through uh, a distributor channel called Keller supply. I think it is. So I happened to be in Portland and I went through the Kohler kind of showroom in downtown Portland. And if you have a chance to see these, I mean, they're just gorgeous the way they're set up and, and, you know, not only the setup, but the, you know, the range of products they have and the elegance of the products and so on. And then you look and you see actually on the wall, they have an iPad map on the wall. And so the iPad and the wall is really there to kind of showcase potentially app-driven control of some of these devices. And we have that too. And, and that works pretty well when you have a few devices, but it does start to break down when you try to use that same iPad on the wall for lighting control, for music control, for shower control, for TV control, for camera, for shades. It's just too many. So when you have a control for touchscreen and you can integrate that scene through the control for touchscreen or through voice, it brings a level of elegance to the experience that you can't get with all those individual apps. So, you know, there I'm actually visiting them tomorrow and talk about how we might be able to integrate control for into that experience so that uh, <laughs> so we cool. can show to all these great clients that are coming in for color and expose them to control for as uh, a potential platform. And the one in 10 that might be interested is more than the zero in 10 we have now. And we can show them our showroom and show these that work together and we start working together as a team. Yeah, yeah, smart. So smart, so smart. Well, I commend and compliment you on uh, on everything that you're doing and continue to do in this space. Uh, and as always, I'm a, I just, I love sitting and talking with you because you have such a great perspective on on things inside and out of, of the industry. Um, if, if somebody were interested in learning right. more about your company or how, how would one find you on on the internet? Well, I think the best place to start is just at our website, cybermanner.com. Uh, I try to keep that current with some of the things that we're talking about and doing. Uh, one of those is this new kind of design designers uh, idea showroom that we have 
we've built in the back of our current offices. It's essentially, it's a fully built thousand square foot, one and a half bath, one bedroom townhome. Um, and for the first year, we showcased it with all the, it's a, C, a control for certified showroom. And we uh, built into that all motor lighting control, skylight control, fans, uh, distributed AV, uh, TVs behind mirrors, a whole range of things to showcase technology uh, as well as the infrastructure wire behind it. And now we're kind of entering phase two where we're actually going to build it out and create kind of a final finished look because we're doing that now to showcase some of the kitchen and bath products. You can't really do that if you don't have a counter in place. And, and <laughs> Details. It's going to put that in-wall oven just hanging on the wall somewhere. So we're going to make it look nice. We're going to put all these things integrated in it. And that gets back to the aesthetics and technology. So kitchen and bath really is a big part of where you can really show those two coming together nicely. And so this phase two is where we're actively going to be uh, uh, setting it up so that it becomes uh, really kind of a state-of-the-art smart home idea showcase where room by room you can see all these products working in an integrated fashion uh, for not only our clients, but for, as I said, all these extended partners of ours, the typical ones, the builders, the designers, the architects, but not the less typical ones, which would be the plumbers and the and KBA and the garage store, you know, any number of these other trades we work with. And we hope to leverage it with a number of really educational events. And, and from that comes uh, hopefully some, some good business. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's so smart. And, you know, on the AV side, I mean, we've, there's been so much conversation about the showroom experience and how showrooming has changed and evolved. And um, to see you taking that in, in a different, more progressive direction um, is is really exciting. Um, and I, I definitely, I don't want to, I didn't want to dive too much into into that since it's not quite done yet. But as that phase two wraps up, I definitely want to want to pull you back on and, and, and let's take a deeper dive into that space. Um, but, you know, I think it's, it, it is important to showcase your specialties, but also to, to do it in such a way that the adjacent trades, as I call them, um, can better understand what it is that you guys and your team brings to the table and therefore how the trades work together to to deliver that experience, um, you know, and I think that's your space is is definitely going to be a standout in that in that capacity, um, and and will show more of of really what's possible, um, but also you know possible but functional, right? You know, so I think you're putting a lot of thought into um, how the presentation is done, but then also sort of the practicality of of the offering that you're showing in that space. And um, so again, I, I can mention on that. Think of it as. Uh... You know, builders for a long time, uh, and we work with a lot of those builders, have done these kind of showcase homes, these kind of dream houses that are open for a number of weekends, and they put their best foot forward, and lots of people come through them to see the best ideas in architectural design and marble and, and curtains or carpets and kitchen design, and they're gorgeous and they're beautiful, and they're really meant to be wonderful idea homes as it relates to the you know, as I said, all the various aesthetics, the things we've known about for a long time, different roof styles and fixtures and so forth. So all we're trying to do is say, hey, technology has now gotten to a level that it's not a back burner anymore, that we're going to actually, we're building a home that the first and foremost is to highlight the technological aspects. And we're going to make it look beautiful, uh, but that's secondary. That's just to make the technology look like it's seamless and, and part of the fabric of the house. But to really, for the first time, say, hey, we're going to profile this. And not only are we going to profile it and show it, but the expertise is right here to talk about it. Yeah. It's not, you know, I think that light works this way, but I'm not sure. 
but the people who do this for a living are there and present and can answer questions very knowledgeably about how do you go from, oh, this is a cool idea to I'd like to have it. What do I need to do? And what are the parameters? And we have those skills there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, it's a very, it's an intentional um, process and, and very meaningful. And I think that that, you know, once you get to experience things, um, any of us, you have a much better understanding sort of of what's possible uh, and where things can go. And so, you know, I think it's just brilliant the way that you're, you're designing the space and, and, and rolling it out. I'll be really excited to talk to you once, once everything's installed and it's, and it's, uh, it's ready to rock, but uh, yeah, fall, fall. Okay, good. Good. Well, I know I'll be seeing you in uh, in Seattle area in October, so we'll definitely we'll catch up we'll catch up around around that time. But um, for our listeners out there, so this is sort of uh, part one of a conversation with Gordon Van Zyden about um, his showroom evolution and, and how he's catering to the kitchen and bath um, kitchen and bath space. But you know, architects, designers, and consumers um, on that side of the fence as well. So, Gordon, I just I appreciate you so much for taking time today to to catch catch us all up on what you're doing. I know you've got a you've got to bounce to another another meeting here so i don't i don't want to rob you of more time but i you know i could i could sit here and talk to you for a whole another hour but we'll hold that for the fall and uh and and reconvene and talk a little bit more about about that showroom and and uh and the experience that it's offering but for today's conversation i really just appreciate um you know obviously you taking the time, but also the insights that you're sharing. I mean, there's, um, this has been a conversation about uh, you and your company, but um, you're also providing a lot of great insights to other integrators in the AB industry, as well as the kitchen and bath industry. So, and I think the more that we are all collectively talking and sharing insights, the faster that all this is, is really going to come to fruition and, and evolve at the rate that it should. So, Again, thank you so much for all of that. Um, one more time for listeners, how do they find Cyber Manor? Uh, let's go to cybermanner.com, C-Y-B-E-R-M-A-N-O-R.com. And that gives you a lot of the information we've kind of talked about today, information Perfect. on our showroom, who we are, and how to reach us. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, so again, that's cybermanner, C-Y-B-E-R-M-A-N-O-R.com. This has been a great conversation with Principal Gordon Van Zyden. I'm Katie McGregor-Bennett, your host of AB Trade Talk. I'll catch you again on another show.